In a small town in White Russia, there lived a very rich man who was a big miser. A miser is someone who does not give tzedakah. Not miser. Doesn't even give miser. He means a miser. He's stingy. Doesn't give anyone. In town, a lot of times it happens. People need tzedakah. Sometimes people need, when people need to get married, it costs a lot of money. And they don't really has, always have the money for the chasna. So people collect tzedakah and they, people help out. Or um, there was sometimes someone had a store and the store caught on fire. And now he doesn't have his business anymore. So what does he do? You have no business? People will help, give him money, buy a new store, buy new things. He can start doing again. Or sometimes, let's say someone got put in jail for a f- no for no good reason for a fake thing, so they need money for pinyin shvuliim. So everyone gives money for tzedakah to help other yidden. That's what yidden do. It's a big mitzvah. This rich man was a miser. He had one donation, one thing he would give. People come to him for tzedakah. Sure, he would go to this strong box he had. He would take out a Russian nickel. A few worth a few pennies, and would give it to people, whoever wanted tzedakah. Now he was a very rich man, and to give a nickel a few pennies, people were saying that's what you're giving a few pennies. People would take this nickel and they throw it back at him. That's what you're giving me. You're rich. You have thousands and thousands of rubles, and you give me a few pennies, and people wouldn't take it. Okay. Next person came for something else for tzedakah. Please need money for food for this. Sure. Open his box, take out this nickel, a few pennies, and you give it to them. And again, people wouldn't take it. That's what you're giving me? Throw it back in him. Okay. And that kept on happening again and again until people stopped going to this rich man. No point. For a few pennies, we don't need it. Until this one nickel, it started getting rusty and turning green, turning colors. Fine. One day, and the whole, the whole town was very excited. There's gonna be a chasna, and everyone was very happy. Gonna be a chasna, it's a big mitzvah. There weren't that many chasnas in the town. Everyone's so happy. Especially is the chasna and the kala, they were both Yisim, Rahman Lassan. They both didn't have a mami or tati, and they didn't have a mami or tati to pay the money for the chasna. So they had like no money. So how can they make a chasna? So everyone said, we're gonna all help out. Someone has a store where he sells pillows, I'll give you some extra pillows for free. Someone has food, food store, I'll give you some food for free. Someone has a clothing store, I'll give you some clothes for free. Everyone was giving tzedakot as much as they could to help the chasen and kala get married. Except for one person, there was one person didn't help. This rich miser. Fine, no one went to him to go take his five cents, his nickel. In the middle, preparing for the chasna. A few hours before they're about to make the chasna, something very, very sad, very, very bad happened. The chief of police came over to the chasna and said, You're coming with me. And he grabbed him and took him away to jail. Why did he take away the chasna in the jail? Did he do anything wrong? No, he didn't do anything wrong. In those days... It was the days of the king, Tsar Alexander I. And the king always needs soldiers for his army. So, 
There's a certain amount of people who need to come to the army. But when the Yidin had to go to the army, it wasn't always so strict. If you pay the policeman a few extra rubles, okay, fine, I'll get someone else. But now, in town, there's a brand new chief of police. And he was not exactly a tzaddik. In fact, he was actually the opposite of a tzaddik. He was actually a Russia. And he heard now, he got orders, and we need another person to join the army. Bring one more person to the army. He said, hmm. He didn't, he was a Russia. He didn't like Yidin. He said, who's the meanest thing I could do to get everyone angry? I could do now. I need to bring someone to the army. Oh, I know who to get. I'll hop the chasen. I'll make him go to the army. So everyone's so excited to make a chasen now. No chasna. The chasen's not going to be there. So he grabbed the chasen. Uh, orders of the king. You need to go to the army. And everyone's going crazy now. They're trying to make the chasen. And in a few hours, boom, they took him away. So the yin came over to the chief of police. And they said, we'll give you money. Don't let him go free. He needs to have his chasna. Take someone else. And the chief of police, this meanie guy, screamed to them, you better get out of here quick, or else I'll throw you guys all in jail. You dare tell me what to do? So everyone was so broken, so sad. What are we going to do now? No chasna? Chasna shalom. Just then, a very special guest came into town. The Altarebbe himself came to town. He had part in making the shidduch happen making the Chassan and Kala to meet each other to get married. And he wanted to make the Chassan and Kala happy by their Chasna. He came to town and saw everyone very sad. And he heard what happened. He told the Rav, come with me. We're going to the chief of police. Okay. Everyone in town was davening that the Chassan should be let free. And when the chief of police saw the Al-Tareb and the Rav coming... He was getting all angry, about to scream at them. I'll throw you into jail now. He's about to scream at them. But the Al-Tarebbe stared at him with his powerful eyes. A tzaddik with his powerful eyes in the eyes of the chief of police. And the chief of police got like a shock. Seeing the Al-Tarebbe's powerful eyes looking at him. And he like couldn't say a word. After like a minute he said, Yeah, what do you want? It shook him up. So Al-Tarebbe said, we came to ask, you should let the Chassan go. The Chassan is going to get married today. He's not such a good soldier anyways. He's shvach. He's not, he, he's not as good as other people. He's not as strong. Anyways, you can get someone else. And we'll pay you money so you can go find someone else. And let the Chassan go free. So this chief of police, besides for being a mini Russia, he did other things which is not so good. He did something called gambling. It's a very not good thing. That's when people play games with money. If I'll play a game against you, and if I win, I take your money. If you win, you take my money. It's a, it's a very not good thing to do. Gamble. And he did gambling, and he owed a lot of money. So he said, okay, give me 1,000 rubles. I'll let him go. So 1,000 rubles was more than the whole town. People didn't have this much money. People were poor. They didn't have this. So Al-Tarebbe answered him, okay, you'll have the money... Today, I'll give you the money. And the Al-Tarebbe with the Rav left. So they went outside, and the Rav said, you know, it's Al-Tarebbe, Baruch Hashem, you know, he didn't arrest us, he agreed, kind of. But where are we going to get the money from? It's a huge amount of money. And today, so quick, so Al-Tarebbe said, we, we must get the money to let him free. 
And with Hashem's help, Hashem is the father of all the orphans. An orphan someone doesn't have a tati or mommy, so Hashem is their tati. Hashem's going to help us, and we'll get the money, we'll let them go free. Okay. They went back to the house of the Rav, and they took out a paper, and they started writing down lists of all the people's names, and how much money you think they have they can give us. This person, well, he's kind of, maybe he can give one ruble, he's pretty poor. This person, maybe he can give three rubles. This person's a little more, maybe he can give five. Went through all the names. Together, um, we could probably get like a hundred ruble from everyone. But that's not a thousand rubles. So the Altarebbe looked at all the names and said, you know, you missed one name. You missed the name of the rich man. You didn't write him down. Sarov so said, but Rebbe, what's it going to help for a little few pennies? A nickel? It's a waste of time to walk to his house to get a nickel. No. Nope. The Rebbe said, put down his name. Okay, the Rebbe said. He's about to write down his name on the very bottom of the list. The Rebbe said, no, 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 no. Put him down on the top of the list. We're going to him first. Okay. The Rebbe thought it would be a waste of time to get a nickel, but the Rebbe said, fine. Can't argue against the Rebbe. He put his name on the top of the list. And they went right to the rich man's house. The rich miser was standing by the window, and he saw the Rebbe coming with the Rebbe. And he opened the door and smiled to them. He said, yes, come in, how are you? And the Rav's telling him with tears, with broken heart and crying, the chasen, he's an orphan, everyone's, we need him to get married, and the chief of police stole him, and he only wants a thousand rubles, let him go free. So the rich man listened, went over to his box, took out that rusty green old nickel, a few pennies, and said, Here's my donation. Here. So before the Rav could say anything, like, what on earth he could say anything, the Alter Rebbe took the nickel and said, thank you very much for your donation. And the Alter Rebbe started to leave, to go to the door. The Alter Rebbe just opened the door, was just on the front steps, and the rich man ran after Alter Rebbe and said, wait, 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 come back. Here. Give him a bigger coin. Give him a whole ruble. I don't think I gave you enough. Here, take a take a whole ruble. Again, the Altarebbe took the ruble and said, thank you very much, and started to leave. Just about to leave, you know, go down the steps. Wait, 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 come back. This time he pulled out a bill from his pocket, a bigger bill of 10 rubles. Said, said here, here, take this. So again, again, the Altarebbe thanked him, and he's going to turn to go. So wait, 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 come back. Uh, here's 20 rubles. Every The Altarebbe said, thank you very much for the 20, fine. And again, turn to go. And every time he turns to go, wait, wait, wait come back. Uh, here's 50. Well, come back. Altarebbe, here, here. And he burst out crying. The rich man started crying. And tears are going down his face. And his face started getting wet. And the floor started getting wet. And his shirt is getting wet. So then he wiped away his tears. He stopped crying. And he told Al-Tarebbe is that, you know, once there was a poor man came to me, I gave him a nickel. Maybe that's what he had in his pocket. And this guy, he threw it back in my face. Take back your nickel. So I promised that, you know what? Because he did that to me, anybody who ever comes to me to Siraka, I give him the same nickel. And until someone tells me nicely, thank you, in a nice way, thank you for your nickel, I'm not going to give any more tzedakah except for this nickel. 
If someone says thank you to me, then I'll give them more. And from then on, no matter what, everyone just throw it back at me. You were the first one who, who took it and said thank you. So you know what? Here, I'll give you the whole thousand rubles. The whole money. He was a rich man. There was a lot of money and he had it. Here. So the al took all the money and he went together with the Rav to the chief of police and he brought him the money and a few minutes later out came the Al-Tarebbe, the Rav and the Chassan. The Chassan was free and everyone was so happy and you couldn't tell who was happier. At the Chassan, the al spoke about the special ways of Ashkacha Pratis, special ways Hashem does things. And before he left, he gave a bracha to the Chasman Kamla, they should be rich, have children, and a long life. And he gave a bracha to everyone in the whole town, they should have peace and be secure. Fine. In the middle of the night, someone came running into the Chasna and said, Hey, you heard what happened? The chief of police just died. That mini chief of police. He was riding by his horse near the river, and somehow he died and he got killed, and he got, fell in the, fell in the river. So the mini chief of police, that same day, same night, died. Okay? Yay. The next morning, the chassan wanted to go daven, so he went to mikveh by the river, go to mikveh first. And when he came into mikveh, he saw a big bag. He opened it up, and inside, was 1,000 rubles, the exact amount of money they gave the chief of police. So he brought it to the Rav and said, Rav, what do I do with this money now? I found this money. What, is it? what should I do with it? So Rav told him, the money belongs to you. You keep it. It's a pre- I'm sure it's a present from Al-Tarebbe. The Al-Tarebbe somehow in Shemaim arranged that the chief of police got punished and the money went to you. It's a present for you. So Al-Tarebbe did two pidgin shvuyim. Save the... Chassan from the chief of police. And he also saved that miser, that, that rich man from his Yitzhahara. The rich man has a mitzvah to give Shraka. And he wanted to, but he was so upset. Someone threw back, okay, only to give this nickel from now on. But now the Altareb was nice to him and he took the nickel. So now he started giving more and now he's saving the Yitzhahara. Now he can give Shraka.